0: Hello and welcome, you're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life. Today I'm really excited to have with me a brand that I absolutely love, Champion, talk about on my Instagram. And I'm so pleased that they've come onto the podcast. So I have Claire, who is the founder of Barker and Sloan, which is a skincare brand. So hello, Claire. Thank you for coming on.
1: Hi, Carly. Thank you so much for the invite. It's absolutely amazing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to today. Uh, so I'm hoping you're going to ask me loads and loads of juicy questions.
0: I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Thank you so much. <laughs> right. So Claire, let's start with, I mean, obviously I've just done a brief intro there, but can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, more about Barker Sloan, like how did it start um, and the progression and everything in the brand?
1: Okay. So um, I'm Claire, as you've already said. So just to <laughs> re- re-put that in that, I'm Claire. Um, and yes, I'm the founder of Barker Sloan and Barker Sloan is a luxury skincare brand uh, where we have developed products specific. For life outdoors or for rural life, basically, um, and uh, we launched um, oh about eighteen months, oh, almost about two years ago now. Actually, it's um, a game fair, twenty nineteen, which we launched, um and then we had sort of that that sort of um, roll up to Christmas, um, and then COVID hit, and then so obviously we've kind of had a bit of a COVID year, like everyone else has. So it's been a bit of a strange year to, um, or a strange time to start a business, but we've. Uh, We've we, we've done that and we've done quite well so far, so I'm I'm pleased with that. Um, so just very briefly kind of the product side of things. Um, so we um, I'm a cosmetic formulator, so um, I've developed all the products from scratch. Uh, we make them all in house as well, which makes us really unique. Uh, and the other thing is that we also use British oils from British farmers. So again, that's another really unique side that for for Balkan Sloan. Um. I'm really proud of kind
0: of what we've achieved so far and actually where we're going to go forward. Yeah, totally. I mean, I can't I rave about, especially your hand cream. I mean, I've used your skincare, but your hand cream, I talk about it like all the time. It's just amazing. Um, it's fabulous. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so tell us like how, so what was your, how did it all start from the very beginning? Like, what was it that thought, right, I want to create my own skincare? W- what was you doing before then? Like, how did it all literally start from the very
1: beginning? Okay, so despite the fact that we only launched Barker & Sloan, say, 18 months, two years ago, we need to go jump back about sort of eight years or so. Um, I was a retail director um, and I was made redundant. Um, and I decided way back then that actually I wanted to be the the, the master of my own fortunes um before before you have to laugh at that bit but anyway um (laughs) and the fact that actually I wanted to um work myself and have my own business at the time I was a beekeeper um and uh developed my skills to become a bit of a bee farmer um and I thought that's what I'm going to do I'm just I'm not going to go back into the corporate lifestyle I'm going to um just do my bees and live the rural life and enjoy that um, but the reality is the fact that actually you need to sell a lot of jars of honey to make a substantial living. And I'd come from a big, um, yeah, I'd had the car, you know, the big 6 figure, figure salary and all that kind of luck. And there I was sort of scraping around for the old pennies at the bottom. Mm. So, yeah. And you need to sell a heck of a lot of jars to make a substantial living. It's a really tough lifestyle. Um, enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but actually it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. So I then looked at how I can make a small amount of honey go so much further. Um, yeah. And I looked yeah. at, then I had rose tinted glasses on at the point that I'm
0: really, um,
1: and looked at sort of how I could make, uh, if I made skincare, for example, and put the honey in the skincare, I could make a small amount of honey go that much further and make it a profitable business. The reality is obviously there's lots of costs involved in that, et cetera, et cetera. But I had something there that I thought could could grow um, and I could grow alongside the beekeeping and the bee farming and that kind of stuff, but I could also have another product to sell. Um, so that was the initial idea way back when. Um, my first hand cream I made many years ago was the sticky, gloopy, horrendous mess. Um, <laughs> just awful. If you'd touched it, you would have stuck to think for life. It was just awful. Um, and that obviously had the honey and the beeswax in. Um, and I made a few of these hand creams. And they were, just, they were just, they were just, you could never market them. You could never sell them. It was just, they, it was like glue. It was horrendous. Oh, yeah. okay. It left your hand, when you actually washed it off, it left your hands really lovely. But that was yeah. not the point. Yeah. So I ended up going to London to um, learn how to put basic formulas together um, and train to become a cosmetic formulator on the side of the bee farming. Um, so that's how the skincare journey started, if you like. Um, Not long after, well, about a year after that, we then launched um, my first business, my first skincare brand, uh, which is still going to this day and is ticking along nicely. However, in business, you kind of like, it's one of those things you kind of like, um, it's really key, and I didn't know this at the time, you have to really channel who you are because the business reflects you and who you are and everything you do. And you have to learn how to communicate to your customers let me rephrase that. You should be able to to communicate with your customers freely without having to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. And with my other brand, I had created this really kind of, um, uh, this this kind of eco-friendly, eco-earth mother, um, meadow hat, sorry, meadow flowers, floaty dresses, straw hat type of mentality. With, with my first brand. Um, and I was attracting the customer for that, but I was really struggling to communicate with them because uh, that's not me. I'm more of a welly boot kind of girl, you know, yeah. with uh, aspiring with the Range Rover in the car park, darling, you know, and getting my hands <laughs> dirty, you know, rather than <laughs> kind of sort of the, the, the floaty dress side of things. Um, and it came through that actually I kind of really, whilst I had a passion of my beekeeping and the skincare, I was targeting a very different audience so with the help of a mentor basically we started to challenge who I was um and then realized that actually do you know what Barker and Sloan basically end of story it captures everything I am as a person Mm -hmm. because of that Mm -hmm. I communicate with my customers really well yeah um I my skincare is now really targeted to people that are outside you know whether yeah. you're working yeah. on a shoot whether you've got horses like yourselves mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that you know or on the farm life um walking the dogs whatever it's targeted specifically for that whereas beforehand just just made a moisturizer or just made a thing, but no real sort of um no specifics with with it whereas now with Bark and Sloan it's really targeted I know what it is like to be out in all weathers and i've got the skincare range that now suits that and hopefully suits my customers yeah i mean i can
0: from personally using your product so in the winter i think i'll pull it on my stories maybe last january i can i think i can remember um And I was looking after one. I was house sitting for one of my customers and it was really windy. And then when I was getting into the house, my face was absolutely burning. I can remember pulling it on stories. And um, I'm sure I must have spoken to you or I just brought like the the discovery pack with the tweed bag and stuff. And it's like the little miniatures of it. And um, I put like the day moisturizer on. Um, and it just really helps like when coming from the wind and the rain outside all day and then coming in and then getting that hot burning sensation. It really calmed it down. And then having the overnight cream because it's a, a really real it's a thicker cream. So it really like t- puts all that moisture back in. Um, and like I say, the hand cream, I literally I'm not going to buy anything else because my hands get so dry, especially on the knuckles. Um, I wear gloves as much as I can. But my my knuckles get really really dry and it's just really smoothed it out. So with that, it it, it does exactly what it says on the tin. Like it is like a thicker cream, but it, you need it for that moisture and to deal with all the elements and everything like that. And it just really really helps like my skin during like in the winter like more so than ever um and then yep, you've yep. got like a booster spray um like a um a moisturize it, hydrating
1: spray yeah like, the hydrating moisturizer uh, yeah oh that's that right comes, the hydrating face tonic I get, I should get it right myself shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, with, yeah but that goes in the
0: car so in the summer when my face is getting really hot and dry <clears throat> yeah. then it's good just to spray that just to top up that moisture because obviously you get so dehydrated well in all weathers, but in the summer when we're having a heat wave and stuff, you're even more so. Um, yep. So I literally, you know, it is the go-to skin brand. So Barker is obviously your surname. So yep. where does Sloane come from?
1: Uh, well, do you know what? In this, it, I, when I was looking at sort of creating this brand um, and sort of really sort of trying to capture um, a new audience and an a, a audience that I resonated with and what have you, well, the Barker is yes, is me. That's that's my surname. Um, I have since married, but I haven't changed my name because of the Barker link. But anyway, there you go. <laughs> uh, much to my uh, disgust of my husband, oh, anyway. <laughs> you must change your name but anyway. Um, so Barker is me. Um, knowing, it kind of puts us into straight back into London, so that kind of um, it gives us a um, it, it's the city side of it as well because we often. Fact that we have rural lives we often do country and city don't we we often yeah. do too and, and and there's those that city folk that kind of maybe work nine to five or whatever in the in the city and then come home at the weekends or or come and enjoy the rural lifestyle at the weekend so the sloan side of it puts us into 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 london the other side of it was the fact that the sloan rangers um which Princess die was one um a long time ago um, kind of again, puts us into that kind of that luxury market. Mm. Um and just raises that, just just gives it the name it, a bit more of a um a luxury feel about it. Um yeah. and that's how it started. Yeah. Um and it's just kind of gone from there really. Um so yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and it does it lasts for ages i've still got i mean i don't use like the discovery pack like every single day but i you know when your skin's like losing a bit of moisture and it needs a bit more but the hand cream like i use pretty much every other day and i've still got loads left it's in my drawer at my desk at the minute um so how
1: do you sorry yeah. I was gonna no. say because they're all natural they they last for ages that's yeah. just and that's what i love to do is create a product that is yeah, maybe expensive on the outtake, but actually lasts a heck of a long time. But really does work, and and for me, that's better than spending something that's a, a really cheap NAF brand. I can't yeah. think of I want to try it. I'm not going to name anybody, but yeah. that actually doesn't do anything. Yeah, You you you, pay, you you probably buy that two, three, four times, and yeah. actually buy a bark and so product it lasts that time longer. And
0: it yeah definitely so how do you decide what's like what oils and what um I want to say materials but I don't think that ingredients I guess is the right term sorry um so how do you decide like do you just play around with it and then like how does it all work it's it's obviously Uh, quite scientific behind it I guess
1: it is so let me try and Keep it as brief as possible because there's, there's so many elements to it. So sure. first of all, you want to work out where where, where it's going to be. So it's going to be for the hands, the face, the body, the feet, the lips, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and each oil has its own um, different nutritional components. Excuse me, I'm going cough. Okay, go for it. Ah, <laughs> I'm now talking too much. <laughs> so each um, each oil has its own nutritional components um and we all we often talk about food and, and whether it's got vitamins in it or amino acids or different amigas and what have you and oils and no, vegetable oils or botanical oils are no different um the first of all we want to find out where we want to put that oil or where we want to put that product and then we go from there so for example if we look at a um uh, the hand cream you mentioned the hand cream so let's, let's look at the hand cream so that has thistle oil in there so i know i want to put let me go back a bit so we know you want to put it onto your hands you want it to soak in very quickly yeah um, because actually you want to get on with doing something so you don't want something that sits on the surface you want something softening Um, you want something that's not going to travel too far on the skin and what i mean by that it doesn't feel greasy yeah So you then start pulling on those oils that kind of have all the nutritional benefits the feel on the skin how quickly they absorb um, and you start to put it all together. If you went into your um, into your kitchen later on and you did a bit of an experiment with um, a bit of olive oil and a little bit of um, sunflower oil, I can demonstrate this. You pop a little pop on pop a little drop of each onto your worktop. You pop your finger on the worktop and then push your finger through those oils. Mm. The olive oil will travel a hell of a lot further than sunflower oil. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is what we call a shorter oil. So, therefore, it won't get to travel so far on the skin. So, if you want to do a massage with sunflower oil, you're going to have to use a hell of a lot to try and get some travel on the skin and some glide. Yeah. Whereas for a hand cream, for example, you might not want to use too much. You don't need to use too much. Um, the other side of it is then, if you then put them in, in between your fingers and your thumbs, those two oils, the olive oil feel really quite soft. Mm-hmm. whereas the sunflower oil feels a little bit rougher mm-hmm. so yeah. and again you might not want to use a particularly rough oil for your hand cream so you need to blend it with something softer um and then the third third one is then as you pop it a little bit on your skin so the olive oil will sit on the surface of the skin a lot longer whereas the sunflower oil will soak in much quicker so you then start and that's just two oils and the actually the hand cream doesn't have it has a bit of olive oil in there doesn't have any of the sunflower oil i use thistle oil and rice brown oil and, and what have you on in the, the hand cream, um, but by choosing the nutritional benefits for the skin helps you determine where you want to put it or where it should, which product it should be in and then you we work with the feel of the oils and how they behave on the skin for something that soaks in doesn't travel too far doesn't feel greasy but still feels soft as well i'm not yeah. sure i've
0: made yeah. sense of any of that you yeah I, I, I think it made sense and obviously you mentioned before like your oils and, and ingredients are um with british farmers so right. how do you how did you find them and how did that sort of come about like how did you know which farm to go
1: for with each or each oil that's
0: that's that is a it's a it's a, a
1: constant nightmare trouble i have but it's a good one if that makes any sense um uh, the the oils i've already mentioned things like olive oil you know it's really easy to come by you know you can buy that in in practically anywhere sunflower oil you can buy anywhere um but the minute you start to then sort of pinpoint the fact that i wanted to use english oils i then had one hell of a challenge in trying to you right find the right um sources and find the data on the oil. So we use things like um, white poppy seed oil. Now, white poppy seed oil, um, or from the, it's the bread seed, the breadstick poppy plant is where the white poppy seed comes from. Mm. Um, there's a farm, um, just that happens, so literally about 20 miles down the road in Royal wooden bassett from, from us here, um, and met the guy and gave him a phone call, explained what I wanted to do, um, and he brought, took me around the farm and, and showed me, etc um and it's kind of the rest is history but there's lots of other oils that we use that we can just get through a, a a uk supplier but we know that actually it comes from a farm in lincoln or it comes from a farm in in cornwall or it comes from a farm in bath or what have you does that mean? so yeah and and in a lot of cases we don't actually have access directly to that farm but by buying off and having that supply chain means that we're using british oils then the 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 Oils haven't travelled from some other country and been yep. flown in or shipped in. It's fairly local, as local as we possibly can. Um, we're proud of it, and obviously we're supporting British mm-hmm. farmers by doing that. Yeah, um, it's yeah. And the other side of it is the fact that actually, um, and part of the challenge for me is the fact that there's not much data on these oils. So whereas I can get all the data on an olive oil or a jojoba oil, about all its components and its different amigas and the types of fat it's got in it and all its amino acids and vitamins and all that stuff. There's not a lot of data for a lot of the British oil. So I have to really dig deep and really um, discover, work with nutritionists, work with different people about how the oil behaves, how quickly it stays fresh or whether it goes rancid really quickly, because mm-hmm. that determines mm-hmm. then whether we can use it or whether we need to add something like a vitamin e to kind of stop it go rancid oh also yeah so yeah it's a massive yeah. massive um challenge but actually part of it i really love um, and but it's also part of the delay about why we can't bring out products more quickly because actually i want to do something i can quickly create it out of this barrage of oils that are out there in the world it takes a heck of a lot longer to do it out of English oils. But I'm proud about
0: that. And it makes you you unique too, because I'm not sure there's not many other brands or I don't know, but I'm sure there's not many brands out there that are just using British oil, British farming oils um, and ingredients. So, you know, and I think that's probably... With your clients, they know what they're getting and so are quite happy, like, you know, I guess you know, they don't expect more products, but I guess when you are um developing and and getting slightly bigger in your brand and stuff, then it's the next stage, isn't it, to develop more products. But I'm sure your customers know that when it comes out, it will be exactly what you wanted and it's got exactly the ingredients you want and it's good and us as the consumer are going to get the best possible benefits from it. So I'm sure uh, you know your customers are not worried about you not bringing out products faster.
1: <laughs> yeah. and I'm a bit of a perfectionist as well. So if something's not quite right, then I that I that it doesn't doesn't make the cut, you know. And I will keep developing and keep going for it and keep trying it and and seeing how something goes. We're currently working on um, a cleansing balm at the moment. And we are almost, almost, almost there. We're on um, number 46, the trial. So we're oh going 46. <laughs> if um, and it each time tweak slightly um, to get, you know, and, and sometimes it's not soft enough on the skin. So you're just on oil or put something else in it to make it a bit softer or it doesn't yeah. wash off or it sweats in the jar or, or it's too solid, you can't get your fingers in it, or it's too soft, mm. well, all these things. And it just, I literally, on that we're literally about four, num, edition number 46. I think I should almost call them numbers. Don't yeah, you? yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah. the level of detail that goes through, you know, this is number 46. It won't yeah. be number 46, it's still not quite right. But we're <laughs> almost there. So um, hopefully we'll get there before we get to number fifty.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I, in last year... You were, uh, I, I know you were talking a long time and trying to get your hand sanitizer out, um, which is now now out, but you also, you wanted to get it when you knew that they, at the time there was a shortage of hand sanitizers and no one could get them for love of money and it cost you like a hundred quid <laughs> do you remember those (laughs) days um but obviously now you've got your hand sanitizer out and it's like a spray bottle it's not like a a gel um and it doesn't dry out your hands it still keeps that moisture in which is brilliant so you still are you know killing germs and doing what it needs to do but not resulting in drying out your hands either so um from like when you um can you tell me how long the process is from when you um, have the oil that you want and you decided what product you, what part of the body you want the product to develop on. So from like getting the oil to make, you know, making it and testing it, et cetera, et cetera. Like generally how long is that process? I mean, I know you've talked about like this cleansing bar and obviously that takes a long time, but generally so say like your established products, let's talk about like the hand cream. How long does that, Take to get the the ingredients, making it and distributing
1: it. How uh, long's a piece of string? Um, <laughs> and it really is different. When when we when the formula is all tested and we launch it, um, I could go into the office to make today, make up a batch of hand cream, bottle it, and and send it out softening. So mm. from that side of it, um, that production side of it um, is very easy and quite straightforward. Um and and that, that's the easy bit the final bit yeah the actual yeah. development stage uh, oh, do you know what the, I mean the cleansing balm I'll give you an example I mean I've been dabbling with and I, and I have to say it's dabbling I've been dabbling that for a year um, a good on year and, and it partly is because you make a, you make it you do a couple of preliminary tests and then you have to and you think you're happy with it so that's fine and then you have to wait and then you have to give it time and then you have to see how stable it is so um over the course of one week one month three months has that formula split or separated mm-hmm. um has it discolored uh, has the smell gone has the smell changed um and all those things and then and then you get to that that sort of that the end of that three month thing and go oh and actually sometimes it can happen a lot quicker than that yeah you get yeah. to that point and go ah okay well that's failed start again all so you're again. three months down the line uh, and sometimes that could change in a week so you can do or even a 24 hours you can do something and go, oh that doesn't work and then you can go to that drawing board quite quickly other times it can be a long time and there's no way of rushing that stability what I call that stability bit we can yeah. knock up a yeah. product really quickly I could in the office today I could make your product say there you go Carly off you go and um, I can't guarantee that tomorrow it'll look the same or next week it'll still smell the same or you'll come back to me in a month's time go oh it's all split it's all watery mm. and yeah. it's that that we can't rush it's that yeah you have yeah. to give that time to but normal chemistry and and oxygen and everything else that goes in the atmosphere to work with it does that yeah. you know yeah. it's just it's 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 a long process sometimes we hit it really quickly yeah um yeah. other times we it takes a long time um and also i think i'm also probably a bit of a, a sucker for punishment on this fact that i'm a yes i'm a perfectionist as i've already mentioned but also i like to push the boundaries um you Know, I don't stick to my normal barrage of or the ingredients and in my the technology or and the methods I use. I come across a new emulsifier or a new um active that is really super hot at the moment and gives a different feel on the skin or, or a different stability. And I go, Do you know what? I'm going to play with this. Um, and it's, a, it's like it's like a chemistry lab sometimes. I yeah. then playing things and seeing how something works. Um and sometimes it's ditched and go back to what I know, and other times actually you go down a different path. So I'm a bit of a a bit of a yeah, I'm probably a bit of the bit of the problem there as well <laughs> about there, yeah. I discover yeah. things as I go. Part of the fun, you
0: know that's it, that's it. And obviously we sort of like at the beginning you mentioned about COVID, like you hadn't long launched um, Barker and Sloan and then obviously COVID hit so how was business for you I can I think from looking at your Instagram that business was booming but you know you might tell me different but from the service it looks like you were absolutely smashing it really
1: yeah absolutely I can't I cannot complain at all in any way shape form um, I mean yes we've lost a lot of the retail side of things um, because we were obviously planning to hit retail in a big way um we are obviously stocked in ecoboodle is amazing yeah. um and uh we've also a uh, friend of Jules as well so we're on the, the jewels platform which is also amazing um but we were hoping to sort of really hit um the retail side of things um just after that first christmas um and obviously covid hit and and retail closed so that was that um we haven't done so well on that side of it but certainly the website um and the social media side of things has gone really really well so i can't complain actually to be honest um i mean again i had loads of events planned um so we were going to do burley we were going to do um, badminton horse Trials, uh, all of <laughs> um, like everyone else so we've missed that kind of face-to-face um opportunity this last year but we've made up on the, on the website and we try to do as much as we can on on social media and on things like this, podcasts,
0: yeah. Um, yeah,
1: lives and things like that, where we can at least we can put a face to face and we can get some interaction. With our like, yeah, um, yeah. Not quite the same thing, but it's, it's it, I, yeah, it's. I, I think I'm one of the lucky ones in terms of the business fact that we have. We've done all right. Yeah, I can't complain.
0: Yeah, and I think um, uh, lots of people last year. Um, or say last year, hopefully continually going forward as well, are supporting more small local businesses or small businesses more more than ever because, you know, majority of the small businesses were keeping people going were keeping the small businesses going. But, you know, for gifts, ideas or um, just, you know, couldn't get to the shops and they needed to get some skincare or, or whatever it was, I definitely think small businesses – generally i mean i know there's some that haven't made it and there's some that has made it um but i think a lot more people are championing more small businesses and and trying to get it more so because you have that personal touch more don't you than what you do going to a supermarket um so um you've touched on like the cleansing balm is there any more developments for other products for bark and sloan in the future uh
1: yes desperate to bring out a lip balm desperate to bring out a lip balm. Oh, um, yes please <laughs> uh, it's just the, my biggest challenge actually my biggest challenge is probably packaging yeah it sounds bizarre but it's just oh uh, it's a nightmare so um i had a tube for um and i bought a load of tubes i've bought a thousand tubes for my lip balm and i can't fill them um it just that sounds ridiculous but they it needs a mold and then you use the stick as a mold, and then pop that inside yeah. the holder. Um, and can you get a mold for love and money? Um, <laughs> not unless I wanted to spend five grand on a mold shipping from China, no. and I just didn't want to do it. So no. um, yeah, packaging is my biggest nightmare. So anyway, I've ditched the, <laughs> I've ditched the stick idea for now.
0: Oh um, I've no! All
1: these yeah, <laughs> no. It's beautiful. Actually, only arrived um, last week. Uh, a beautiful little glass um, jar, really thick glass. So if you drop it, it's going to break or thing. Uh, and it's made with forty percent recycled glass. Um, it's really pretty, um, and I think that's what I'm going to use for my lip balm. But I need to do some more. I need to put drawing board with how you make a lip balm for a jar versus a thick one. Is needs to be harder. One. Mm finger in uh, you know so it's back yeah. to back to drawing board with that um so the cleanser will be next without a doubt then the um the lip balm um and i'm really looking um, i'm also dabbling on the side with some serums as well Ooh. i know i know i know i know that's 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 that's, that's your first hint out there you go i'm working on some serums. oh um, i love a serum yeah i know i know and actually, that's you know. The, the daily defender is great the overnight recovery is is great but i know people also want additional products to add those extra actives into the skin mm-hmm. um and certainly as i'm getting older i'm worried about the whole collagen side thing yeah, yeah 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 you know, <laughs> uh, it all... whether you're, it's hydration or pigmentation issues want, or or you're worried about wrinkles or just dryness whatever you're worried about you know i yes. want to have some serums that be really targeted um, and then you can layer those underneath, um, underneath the right moisturiser.
0: Yeah. Oh, how exciting. I can't wait. I for so the so be...
1: I know, no, no pressure on that one, but that is <laughs> ticking along behind the scenes. Whilst I'm dabbling with the, the balms, I'm also kind of like doing that as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. OK, so I always finish each podcast some quick fire questions. OK, okay.
1: are no you ready? Pressure.
0: Scary, but... I'm scared about this. <laughs> <laughs> right generally are you a night in or a night out oh night in yeah tea or coffee
1: oh i've gone to coffee these days predominantly but you can't beat a nice cup of tea
0: yes in the afternoon
1: but i i kind of go for coffee i think these days okay
0: wellies or hills oh wellies (laughs) sweet or savory
1: You know, I would always have said savory, but I don't know if it's because I'm hormonal or whatever. But over the last couple of years, I've kind of gone a bit, I've developed a bit of a sweeter tooth. I've never had a sweet tooth before. So I, again, I, yeah, I'm sat on the fence with that one. That doesn't really help, does it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Book or film? Book. Are you reading a book at the minute that you would recommend? now uh, yeah, the, the book I'm reading is on oils and and all that kind of stuff so I or, or ingredients so that <laughs> on lipids and how the amigas work and 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 how the skin reacts and as you get older so that's that so yeah it's 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 it's, it's almost a textbook so that's what I'm reading at the moment but I, I I'm often finding my head in a book like that do you know what I mean so yeah
0: yeah. And are you um, a Netflixer? Do you like to watch a bit of Netflix?
1: I'm not a TV person at all, really. Um...
0: Or have you sort of like watched a series recently that you really were like,
1: great? Yeah, or... you know, we, 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 we binge watch. So we, and I'm a bit, I've never been a big TV person particularly. And I don't know why, just because I get, I have an attention span of a gnat. So <laughs> if it's, and I often lose, lose it's my way in a film because I've fallen asleep halfway through or I'm bored or whatever so that's me so um because of that I haven't done a lot of tv but um, what we have recently done is um I have discovered things like um this how this I'm so out of it um gray's back me yeah yeah which I have only just only just (laughs) discovered can you believe that Um, (laughs) so I'm kind of working my way through the I'm binge watching that at an NCIS. I am binge yeah. watching that with my husband. And everyone else is going, what planet? are you on? They're like <laughs> 10 years old. I know, but I am so far behind. So that's doesn't I, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As fun,
0: long as you're enjoying it, it doesn't matter when you yeah, started yeah, yeah.
1: it. That's it. What, I do enjoy film-wise, though. I do love a Marvel film. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what's your favourite ca- Have you got a favourite character? No, I just love them all. Just love them all. <laughs> I just think they're fab. Um, they did a, there was a, a series, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Love yes. It. Love it. Yeah. Now. So there you go. So I'm a big Marvel
0: person, really. Excellent. Right. So, Claire, where can people find you on social media? You have a website. Can you tell us all the information?
1: You can indeed. Um, so, the website is www.barkerandsloan.co.uk um on instagram with barker and sloan same on facebook um, and um, we do have a twitter account as well although i shouldn't really mention that because i don't really use that i need to get, get back into that anyway so, um, but those are the places you can find as predominantly as instagram facebook and our website. Excellent.
0: Well, thank you so much, Claire, for coming on. I have loved talking to you. I loved learning so much more about your products, your ingredients, the process. Like I've loved every minute of it. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Um, So if you enjoyed this episode, which I'm sure you will, um, please could you screenshot and share and tag both Claire and I into your stories. We would really appreciate it. And I will speak to everyone on the next episode. If you're listening to this episode, I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is Cobbs at Quiet Services and the same on Facebook, Cobbs at Quiet Services. Um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people. And I will speak to you all on the next episode.